Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always, and in today's episode... What a week for our Mavericks, and what a way to finish it off as they take the Los Angeles Lakers 108-93, to and the Mavs show that they can win in more ways than one. So, as we get into this game, this is what we wanted to see from our Maverick team. Even when faced with adversity like they were in this game, the heart that they showed and the fight to want to come back in a game like this is something I think most Maverick fans have been wanting to see more than just the win. Obviously, we know the win was great over the Lakers and this entire week has just been a great week for the Mavericks. But in this game against the Lakers, for the Mavericks to be down by as much as 17 points in this game to fight and push their way back into it was very important, I think. I think that is going to be something that's going to mean some, uh, uh, more to this team than anything else. Obviously, the wins are important right now, so let me not <laughs> um, belittle that in any sort of way here. It is important to get wins because we are still fighting to get out of that play-in tournament. And right now, we are in firm control of the sixth seed after this win. But it was just great to see movement and action from everyone and all facets of our team in tonight's game. Because as we've seen, they were doubling Luka every single time he got the ball in this game. And Luka showed that if you choose to double him, his passing ability will still absolutely hurt you in so many ways. Uh, he was finding every open man and he made all the right plays in this game. Don't get me wrong, Luka still had some turnovers because as we look at what he did... He had 18 points, 8 rebounds, and 13 assists, going 6 of 15 from the field and 2 of 6 from the three-point line in his 38 minutes. And as I said, though, he did have 6 turnovers. So the Lakers were pressuring him and trying to make Luka make mistakes, which he did make a couple of bad passes. Um, and it was really more probably attributed to our guys not putting themselves in position for Luka to find them with some of these passes when he got doubled. Now the guy that everyone seems to rag on. And every time the Mavericks go through some losses and things like that. Everyone wants to say how Rick Carlisle is uh, not a good coach anymore. And maybe we need to move on from him. And every time I hear those kind of words. I kind of laugh at it. Because a game like this shows how good Carlisle really is. Because the guy who was the man of the match in this game is not someone very many other coaches probably would have even played in this game and used him the way that the Mavericks did. And that was Dwight Powell, who did get the start tonight because, as we know, KP is still out with the ankle injury. But Dwight Powell came out tonight and gave 25 points, 9 rebounds, and 1 assist, going 11 of 12 from the field in 28 minutes, he was a plus 20 on the floor. Now, 
No one, including myself, would have predicted a game like this from Dwight Powell against the Los Angeles Lakers the way that he did. But this was just absolutely a Rick Carlisle moment where he seen that what the Lakers were doing was pulling that fast trap on Luka, pulling two guys away, and the best role guy on the Mavericks team, even though he's had a terrible season to this point, is Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell is a really good roller to the rim. For all his faults and all the things he does not do, when he was at his best with Luka last year, he was rolling to the rim, catching lobs, and, and making plays just around the basket. And in tonight's game, that's exactly what he did. Every time Luka got doubled and trapped out near the three-point line, Powell just cut to the rim and cut to the open spot. That That's probably the most important part of it because anyone could just say, okay, I'm going to cut toward the rim and hope that Luka finds me because he's doubled. Well, Powell was putting himself in the right position, making the right cuts to the right holes on the floor for Luka to find him for just easy passes. And Powell had an absolute field day. In the second half, when the Mavericks made their push to get back into it, because as I said, the Mavericks were down 12 points at halftime and down 17 total at one point. But in the third quarter, the Mavericks got back into it because of the adjustments that Rick Carlisle made and told Powell how to run on the floor. And from that point, Powell was smart enough to just see open spaces and make sure he got to them. But it was just impressive to see that from him in this game. Um, it really can't be understated how Carlisle made that happen. Now, Powell is absolutely the one who was making the shots going 11 of 12 from the field is uh, pretty dang impressive in, in any regards. But the way that Carlisle decided that Powell was going to be the guy versus this Laker team with all their big men that they have, I mean... <laughs> it's kind of crazy when you think about it. You got Andre Drummond and Anthony Davis, uh, and they had no answer for Powell. They could not stop him at any point in the fourth quarter and really the third quarter, which got the Mavericks back into the game. So huge night from Powell, an absolutely <laughs> star-worthy performance. Now, can he keep this up and do this every time? I don't really see that because... I think most teams, after witnessing what the Lakers did to us tonight, probably thought about, okay, let's trap and double Luka like that. But then seeing what happened with Powell once the adjustments were made, probably are not going to go with that game plan. And uh, I, I don't know if Powell can repeat this kind of performance, but if he can, it will only push our Mavericks team to a higher seed, which is still possible. Because after this game, the Mavericks still have 13 more games to go and still have an opportunity to possibly pressure the Lakers for the fifth seed, which we'll get into a little bit more here shortly as far as the standings go. But the Mavericks really do have a chance to put the pressure on the Lakers because right now the Mavericks are playing such good basketball that all they have to do is stay together and keep playing the way that they are for things to keep rolling. Because now the Mavericks are on a three-game winning streak and Powell was the big reason why the Mavericks did win this game and keep that streak going. So I want to say I'm sorry, pal. <laughs> I'm one of the people who probably uh, was disrespecting you a little bit and saying that you're pretty much done as a Maverick, but you came out and had a great performance. Do I hope it continues? Absolutely. Do I think it will continue? Uh... Probably not so much, but you never know. Teams may decide to keep doubling Luka, and if so, 
Powell's going to have still some opportunity to uh, do some things for himself moving forward. But great night from him and just uh, just a just wonderful performance from uh, Dwight Powell in tonight's game. And of course, in the starting lineup again, who helped Luca with a huge game himself tonight is Dorian Finney-Smith, a guy again who I in previous episodes have said I don't want him shooting as much is really just trying to make me eat my words as he tonight had 21 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 assists, going 8 of 13 from the field and 4 of 7 from the 3-point line in his 32 minutes and was a plus 28 in the plus minus, the highest on the team today. Luca had a plus 26, Dorian had a plus 28, and Powell had a plus 20. So between those three guys right there, that's insane uh, plus on the plus minus side of it. But Dorian Finney-Smith really had a great night, especially in the second half when the Mavericks needed it. He definitely gave him the three-point scoring to help get us right back in the game and maintain the lead once we got it. Dorian was just accurate and was playing some good defense. So those are the things that we want to see from him. And as I said, I was not counting on him being a big contributor for us as far as a scorer. Um, but he's starting to come around a little bit. Again, I'm not going to get so high on this where I say I'm going to be expecting 20 points a night from Dorian because I really think his wheelhouse is probably closer to the uh, 11, 12 point range. And if he gives us more than that, then it's always something to be excited about. But it was great to have this kind of performance on a night that we needed it because the Mavericks really weren't getting a lot of whistles. Again, I've only talked about the refs in one other episode the entire season, but in this game, the referees were absolutely horrible on some of the foul calls that they were giving the Lakers. They were flipping and flopping themselves around like some fish out of water and somehow were getting some outrageous foul calls um, I, re I know the Caruso one probably sticks out more than any of them where he drove across the lane. Great defense was played on him and he just kind of just flops his feet out and falls to the floor. And that's just a whole nother issue where I just don't understand why every player falls now after shots. But still, he flopped and got the foul call and it was really due to the flopping of the Lakers that they were able to get some of the points that they were, especially in the second half. But the Mavericks, despite the horrible refereeing, were able to pull together a great game. And Dorian did his best to help the Mavericks secure this victory and really just gave us an extra punch that we needed. Now, a guy also in the starting lineup for tonight's game who did give us a little bit of a punch, a little bit more than what we've been seeing from him, at least lately, is Maxi Kleba. Maxi had 9 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. Going 3 of 9 from the field and 3 of 6 from the 3-point line in his 33 minutes. And was a plus 21 himself out there. So, Maxi again, doing the things that made him special for us last season. And really the beginning part of this season prior to the whole COVID situation. Giving us energy, rebounding, and defense. A great, great game from Maxi. Something that we want to see I don't expect him to score more than 9 to 11 points a game. I really don't. But I do expect him to keep the defense honest when he's open from three-point range. And you can't pull away from Luka because if you do, Maxi, who was one of the league leaders in three-point shooting up until recently, uh, was a guy that we needed to get back to that form. And tonight, he definitely get it, got it back a, a, quite a bit. 
going 50% from the three-point line. So great night from Maxi in that regard, and good to see him looking a little like his old self out there, able to play just some solid defense. Now, I still expect to see more blocks from Maxi. He did have a steal in this game, but when Maxi was at his best, it was when he was timing uh, guys driving to the rim and smaller guys thinking they can pull moves on him and him staying with him and moving his feet and making a play. You haven't seen as much of that from him ever since he came back from COVID, but at least tonight we did get to see him being a bit more active out there and definitely helped with his three-point shooting in tonight's game. So good return to form for Maxi Kleba. Hopefully this can continue for him. And as we round out the starters in tonight's game, one guy who still is absolutely struggling for the Mavericks is Tim Hardaway Jr. Because he did get the starting nod due to Richardson being out with a hamstring injury. And I think that has more to do with drumming knee in him the other day um, than, than anything. But with uh, Richardson being out, Hardaway did get the nod. And Hardaway had 8 points and 4 rebounds, going 2 of 13 from the field and 1 of 7 from the 3-point line in 29 minutes out there for the Mavericks. So... He also had two turnovers as well. Not the best performance from Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm not sure really what's going on with him. I don't know if it's because J.J. Redick is getting more minutes and it's putting a little bit more pressure on him uh, to make baskets or he feels like maybe his time's going to get dropped. But he's definitely not helping his free agent cause and needs to get himself back into the shooting form that he was early in the season and who was a great third piece for the Mavericks. Now, He's not a star. He's not a guy who's going to come out and give you insane scoring every night. But he was definitely a guy we could count on to get you at least three to four three-pointers a night and be pretty solid for the Mavericks overall. Even on the defensive side, he seemed a bit more active in the season. And as it's gone on, his numbers have started to drop a bit. He's definitely struggling from the field. But I think Tim Hardaway can get back to it once we get our lineup back and he goes back to the bench the way he should. He's not a guy we want in our starting lineup anymore. He needs to come off the bench, but he's got to get his rhythm going, especially from the three-point line, if he's going to really help this Mavericks team take that next step in the playoffs because his shooting, along with J.J. Redick off the, brent, off the bench, is going to be really important to the Mavericks in getting to where they want to be in this postseason. So the starters definitely all had great games for the Mavericks in tonight's game. With everyone almost in double digits, Maxi had nine points and Tim Hardaway Jr.'s had eight. So basically, one more basket from both of them and they're in double digits. And it was really an entire team effort because once Luca started dishing the ball around and just finding guys moving in the second half, it really opened the floor up a little bit. Um, I did see a post from somebody uh, saying that he wanted Luca to be more passive and that's probably the key to the Mavericks being more successful. I don't know how much I believe in that, but what I do know is Kristaps Porzingis needs the ball early, especially to get his own confidence going. He's a guy who needs a lot of touches early in the game, and then definitely some in the fourth quarter, just so he feels like he's still involved in part of the team. So I don't think there's anything wrong with Luka being a little bit more passive when him and KP are both on the floor. But at the same time, Luka has become one of the best clutch players this season. So it's hard to ever want to take the ball out of Luka's hand. But if he can be uh, more passive and have everyone contribute like they did tonight, now that's a whole nother story. Because even our bench guys all contributed because of the passing ability of Luka in this game. 
J.J. Redick finally got his shot going a bit from the three-point line. And one of his three-point shots, he had a player just all over him. And I'm not even sure how he made it. But Redick ended the game with eight points and one rebound, going two of two from the three-point line and three of four from the field overall in his 19 minutes, along with one block. So you don't expect to get blocks from J.J. Redick, but hey, we got one in this game. And Redick is really starting to find his flow a little bit. As I said, the last game he did hit a couple of shots as well. And I'm hoping that he is a bit more comfortable and ready to fulfill his role with the Mavericks right now off the bench. So... The other guy who definitely had to help the Mavericks in tonight's game against this big front of the Los Angeles Lakers was Willie Colley-Stein. And he had a good game for himself as well, going with 8 points, 2 rebounds, and 1 assist, going 2 of 2 from the field in his 19 minutes. So, solid game from uh, Willie. Now, he's obviously overpowered and can't really push around with uh, AD and Marc Gasol and Drummond and all the big guys that they have. But his high energy motor just in spurts can really help this Maverick team. That was what we were using him as early in the season. And we kind of changed that up a little bit. But I do expect him to kind of get back to that a little bit more as far as giving us real good effort and hustle for limited minutes. As he, as I said, he played 19 minutes and, and gave us some great energy out there. And then just the last two guys on the bench who helped us out in tonight's game. And one of them is a bit of a surprise because his shot's kind of gone away from him a little bit, is Jalen Brunson. Brunson had five points, five rebounds, and three assists, going one of seven from the field with one steal in 23 minutes. So kind of a off night a little bit for Brunson. He didn't probably have the game he wanted to have. Um, but it's kind of funny how sometimes he just really can go off on some nights for us, and then go into a little cold spell for a couple games. If he gets to be more consistent, then it's only going to help this Maverick team moving forward. But at least for now, we can count on Brunson every now and then just having a, a huge performance for us. So we'll see how that continues. Hopefully he can get a bit more consistent with it, and, and it'll make us just a bit more dangerous. The other guy off the bench is Nico Melli, who had six points and five rebounds with one assist going one of two from the three-point line in 14 minutes along with one steal and one block. So Nico Melli, again, is another guy who is really active, and I love the way he plays out there on the court. He's one of those uh, Euro players, as they always say, who's real fundamental, and he knows where to be and how to position himself and the, what play to make as far as finding the open spot and things like that. So he's a good player. I, I think he's going to help this Maverick team. I don't know how much minutes he'll actually ever get. In any given night, but he is a guy who can come in and is always going to be ready. And I think is another guy that is just really good friends with Luca at this point and really just helps just the team chemistry overall. So great night from our entire Maverick team to have all, everyone who played in this game had at least five points, even all the bench guys. And the Mavericks now on a three game winning streak taking down the Los Angeles Lakers. 108 to 93 now find themselves in the sixth seed with a decent little uh cushion over the Portland Trailblazers who just can't seem to get out of their own way right now as far as uh being able to pull some wins out. They have been struggling and I think they played Memphis again and I think Memphis beat them again so I'm not sure what it is now. I, I 
think the Mavericks have about a one-game lead over the um, Portland Trailblazers now at this point and are really, really looking good in that sixth seed and have a chance now because, as I said, beating the Lakers now puts us, I believe, two or three games behind them uh, for the number five seed. And we still have 13 games left. Again, that's not a whole lot of games to make up uh, three games, but it really depends on what the Lakers do from this point and if we can continue to win because the Mavericks have really put themselves in a spot where they can possibly move up and pressure the Lakers for the fifth seed or stay in the number six seed, stay out of the play-in tournament and have some great momentum going into the playoffs and hopefully KP will be back with us because KP, as I said earlier, didn't play in this game because of the ankle injury. And I think we can only be our best selves with him in the playoffs. So hopefully KP is going to come back okay and we'll be good to go. And this Maverick team, just to have this kind of performance against a Laker team who has been doing good in their own right, even without AD and LeBron, they've managed to stay the number one uh, defense right there with the New York Knicks in the league. So good on them to uh, still hold that role. But the Mavericks came in tonight and played extremely well against them to the tune of out-rebounding the Lakers tonight. 56 to 47 and that's what you love to see when you're playing against a bigger more aggressive laker team to still out rebound them is as impressive as it gets and to hold them to a meager 26 percent from the three-point line is pretty astonishing for the mavericks while going 43 percent themselves so great overall performance from our maverick team and just two wins that we had to have. And as I said, now on a three-game winning streak after beating Detroit earlier in the week, the Mavericks have a little bit of uh, energy rolling forward now and hopefully can keep that going as they play on Monday night against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, and hopefully all of our guys are there for it and can keep this win train rolling. So great night for the Mavericks. Great weekend for the Mavs. And let's keep this rolling, Mavs fans. So that's going to be it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. I hope you listen listening next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.